Hello, you phoned the What Would Monica Do hotline. Please leave a message after the beep. What would you do if my question is, what would Monica do if she was receiving backlash? I really enjoy my job. However, my bosses are really toxic. Could that be because I haven't integrated my healing? But I don't want to mother him. Keen to hear what Monica would do. What would Monica do? What would you do, Monica? Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of What Would Monica Do? I'm just starting off with my headphones. Sometimes I'm like, these headphones look so fucking sexual, and I'm like, this is a vibe. And then I'm going to be honest, they really hurt my head after a while. Like, they dig into the top of my head, and I hate it. So I'm just checking the sound basically to begin with, and then they're going to go off, and I'm going to keep talking. (laughs) So another episode of What Would Monica Do? I'm excited for all of you that dropped your questions in to the uh, free week or the free like five days of what would Monica do. So I will make sure that I will answer those that have been dropped in. And just a reminder of how does what would Monica do work? This is how it works. You join the behind the scenes bubble and in the behind the scenes bubble, you get behind the scenes content of like random things from my day. I drop random, I drop like random things in sometimes of like what's going on, um, like voice message, like voice message things of just like updates and whatever. Cause like curious fucking beings you want to know. Um, and then you get like daily little reminders, positive things that come in. Um, and then you also will get access to asking any questions to the what would Monica do uh, thread and I will always answer them. So your question will always be answered if you join the behind the scenes bubble and leave your question in the what would Monica do thread. It won't necessarily be answered the week after you do it because I you know, do schedule things in advance, or at least I fucking try to, um, but they will be answered. So that is how you leave your question. Um, you need to join the behind the scenes bubble. It is $10 a month. Kind of a no brainer. I'm pretty sure we spend more on that on like coffee. So, or tea or whatever outside, like as in outside your house. Uh, although I probably spend fucking more on tea a month inside this, inside this house. We are huge tea drinkers here. Okay. The question for today is how do you know when a relationship has run its course and when to keep putting effort in slash working on it? Okay. I love this question and I want to normalize something because I do feel like sometimes in the personal development world, we can be harsh on our relationships and want them to be perfect all the time. And that's just not the reality of them. And we then also don't know when to basically call it quits. I'm not going to go really deep into that right now because it's so specific to each person. And I'm like, I don't want people getting the wrong ideas about it. But what I will say is um, Queen Alchemy, long pause, Queen Alchemy, the embodiment of dating and be a lover, not a mother are your friends, your best, best friends when it comes to relationships, being in your feminine, talking to men, communicating with men, understanding men, knowing how to date, knowing how to date with and getting a guy that leads you whilst being in your feminine, but also being the powerful woman that you are, all the things. I know that some of you want to join embodiment of dating. It is opening up... Um, it's opening up. Let's pause for a second, friends. I love it when I'm just like on my computer, like doing my things whilst I'm talking to you guys. Like it just feels like you're literally like with me here. Uh, where are we? Podcast, the editorial calendar. The embodiment of dating opens up November 1st. I should have known that. I was typing that out this morning. The embodiment of dating opens up November 1st and be loving on a mother again. So if you know that you want to join 
one of them, then that is uh, what you need to mark down in your calendar so that you do not forget because I don't want you guys to forget. Now, for those of you that want to join the Embodiment of Dating VIP, which you definitely should because you get way more support, advice, X, Y, and Z. The last round was great. We had so many women that like completely expanded their relationship or are now in amazing relationships that were single before. So very exciting. Very, very happy for them. Um, the embodiment dating VIP will go on sale at the same time as in you can buy it, but it will start next year because I just think there's no point in, well, I don't work over December, January as in I'm skiing. If you don't know this, I'm like a psycho skier, as is my boyfriend. That's how we met. Um, so we will be skiing. And so uh, and with holidays and everything, people are busy. They're not going to be able to make the most out of the container. But you'll get the VIP option now. And then basically um, the VIP option will start at the end of January, towards the end of January next year, which I think is great because it means you can start to implement everything from the masterclass before we jump in. So there's, there's also a pro to it. Like, yeah, there's cons to it. Like it doesn't start straight away, but there's also pros to it. So they got things to help you with that if you are interested. Okay. So how to know when a relationship is run its course and when to keep putting effort in. So let's just normalize every relationship, including mine, has moments, has tiffs, has fights, has differences, has challenges. The way in which you move through them is everything. As in, when you guys come out of a tiff or a fight or a difference, do you feel closer or do you feel further apart? And the reason why this is important is because every tiff, fight, difference, whatever, is actually an opportunity to learn more about your partner and about yourself. So if you don't come out of that fight, I don't want to like using the word fight. If you don't come out of that tiff, feeling closer, feeling like you understand your partner more and feeling like you understand yourself more, I'm like, you haven't done a good job at fighting. (laughs) You haven't done a good job at that tiff. Um, And I'm not going to go into that in the What Would Monica Do episode, but I think I could do another episode on like how to fight well (laughs) with your partner. Um, That also could be something maybe for um, being a lover, not a mother actually. But point being is if anyone's coming to the next Q&A when I do one, you can bring that question if you want. Point being is um, what's a – I will say this one thing. When you go into a fight, you need to be clear of like what are you actually upset about? What's the root of it? And what do you want to get out of this? Because when my partner and I – when we get into like our tiffs, I've never said partner. I always said boyfriend. That was weird. When my boyfriend and I get into tiffs, um, if I've instigated one, let's say this, if I've instigated like just a, I don't, if we don't get into huge fights, we've gotten to like maybe like one. But if I get into, and when I say a huge fight, lol, a huge fight is actually for us just like a really heated conversation. And that's, that's basically what I'm saying. If like when we get into a quote unquote fight, it is a heated conversation but when we're in the conversation, we what we're actually both trying to do is understand each other. Why it's heated is because we're both feeling upset about how we've hurt or triggered or annoyed or misinterpreted the other person. But when we're in it, it's this constant, like I'm trying to understand, I'm trying to understand, like I want to learn, I want to understand. So when we come out of it, we are always so much fucking closer when we come out of it. Why? Because we have not avoided it. We haven't, we haven't gone the other direction. We have literally been like, let me understand this. I want to fully understand this. And that to me 
is like part of being in a relationship where you fucking want to know this person. You want to be with them forever and you are willing to get so uncomfortable because you just want to understand the other person and ensure that the situation does not happen again. So let's normalize. Every relationship has its moments like it doesn't mean that you need to fucking break up. It means, can I understand this person more? And if you're constantly having the same situation, maybe you're not understanding something and, or maybe your point isn't actually being like, your point isn't getting across. And that's why you keep having it come up, but you're actually doing a really bad job of trying to get your point across. The next thing is to remember that when you guys are going through and when you are going through massive changes in your life, new things will emerge. You'll be like, what the fuck? Shit happens. It's okay. That doesn't mean that the relationships run its course and that you shouldn't put effort in. It's like that is coming up because of all of the rapid changes that are happening in our life or in my life. That is why it's coming up. Like You want to always kind of be thinking, what is causing this to come up? Is it exhaustion? Is it lack of sleep? Is it stress? Is it frustration? Is like why is is it because I'm repeating myself all the time? Am I feeling like I'm not being heard? Why is it why is it constantly coming up? Because a lot of the time we pick fights because we're tired, we're frustrated, we're upset. Not even about at the person; it's about something else, and we project it onto the person. And so by being aware, it's really good because then you can actually be like, okay, let's just like hold the fucking horses. I don't need to fight about this. I need to go to bed. Really important. Um, okay, and then. Also, I want to say, I have written down some things here that I want to make sure I say. So, I mean, both of you do need nervous system regulation above all else during the moments. Everyone needs nervous, like if you can't fight well, you don't have nervous, if you don't have nervous system regulation, you will not be able to fight well. You will not be able to have constructive arguments. You will not be able to be in a tiff and try and understand each other. It will literally just be like this childlike attack on each other versus like I was saying before, you deepening your intimacy and your relationship and your understanding with each other. So the answer of like, you know, how do you know when a relationship has run its course and when to keep putting effort in? The like I was just trying to give like some other advice for that. That's like to do with the same topic. So how I would say you know one I can't tell you. You know I always say like if you're asking me that question, like it kind of sounds like you're wanting validation to leave, which can feel really hard to say and it can be really hard to hear. But you know when someone when a client says to me like, do you think he's the one? I'm like, do you think he's the one? Like, oh, I don't know. Okay, well, there's your answer. <laughs> because you would never ask if – if he was the fucking one, you would never ask the question. You would never – like when you meet the one, you don't have the thought of is he the one because you just know, right? So what I would say is if there is a fuck load of love for each other and you've just been – you guys have been going through a lot of changes or you've had a lot of stress, then of course you keep putting effort in, you keep working through it, you keep working it out. Why? Because it's not that you guys aren't a good match together. It's that a lot of shit has happened in life and it's just coming up and bubbling up in your relationship. And the why, why this often happens, why things often bubble up and are brought to our, brought to the surface in relationships when a lot's going on in our life is because our relationships, they should be at least our safe space. So we feel like we can be a child, let ourselves get triggered and be like all, pathetic or whatever. And I'm not saying you're being pathetic, but be pathetic or whatever in our relationships because it's safe because we're going to feel loved and taken care of and supported and heard and listened to no matter what. 
So if a lot of stuff's going on in your life and, you know, your relationship feels like it's crumbling, to me, that doesn't mean that you leave the relationship. To me, you need to give yourself patience and understanding and compassion of a lot of things that have been going on in our life. Like sometimes, you know, we'll have a day. I mean, we are on some different time schedule, I will say, my boyfriend and I. Sometimes it's like, oh my God, babe, we've like, I've missed you. And we've, we'll say to each other, like, oh my God, I've missed you so much. It's literally been like five hours. I don't understand. Or like, babe, we haven't like, we haven't been in our bubble for like a day. And to us, it feels like it's been like a week, but for the average person, like that's, I wouldn't want to say normal, but it's common, right? And what I'm saying to this is, hold on, I fucking brain fart. What I was, yeah, what I was saying to this, like life does happen. And we always just say to each other, like, we're allowed to have a week where we've only had sex four times a week, not seven. Or we're allowed to have a week where we, you know, have felt like we haven't been in our bubble as much. We're allowed to have those moments because we are growing, we are building, we are working on our careers to then create the bubble for the rest of our lives. Like, even though we're not in this lovey-dovey state all the time, like we were two weeks ago, let's say, we actually are, but in a different way because we're moving through human moments and having life moments. And we get to do that together. And isn't it nice that we get to have our person by our side when we're going through life moments? Like I literally said to my boyfriend last night, I was like texting him because he was out doing errands. And he like sent me, what did he say? He sent me the cutest message. Oh my God. I need to put on my Instagram story. He was like, he said to me when he got home, did you put it on your Instagram story? I was like, no. He's like, oh, I didn't know whether you would. Anyway. Okay. Where was it? Hold on. Uh, here, I couldn't stop loving you even if I tried. Thought I'd just share my, share my random thought. And I'm like, oh my God. And then what did I say to him? Little dishwasher comment. Um, butter as a yeast infection. <laughs> this is this is the human, right? Um, oh my God, I can't remember what I was saying. What I was saying, but basically what we were saying is like work's been a lot lately. A lot of things have been going on. And I was sharing with him that even though we haven't been in our bubble all week and it's felt, you know, like we've been working, we have our moments of bliss, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, it's not as like, you know, when we're, you know, when we're like traveling in Europe, for example, there's more moments when we're in our bubble because we're driving around in the car together and we're in new adventuring, getting ice cream at 11 PM or whatever it is, or when it's like the weekend or whatever, you know what I mean? Like we have different moments of being in a bubble. But what I was saying to him was, I love that now I get to work knowing I have you in my life. Like I will still work to midnight sometimes if I need to, or I'm in a flow. And, but it feels different knowing I have you in my life. And that is something that I, that I know a lot of people can forget and they get lost in this, like things aren't perfect, blah, blah, blah. Like we haven't had sex for a week. And I'm like, but does it feel so good to finally or now have that person in your life where it feels easier to do life, be human, to have the human experience knowing that person is there with you, supporting you X, Y, and Z? Because if you feel like, yes, like I love having that person in my life, then I would say keep working for it. Obviously, people grow apart. Obviously, being in love can fade and you no longer are a match for each other. You love each other, but you're not in love with each other. Or you have grown as a person and you have outgrown them and they're not growing at that same speed. You know, 
that happens, if you've met each other eight years ago and you've gone on a huge journey and you've found yourself and you've really come into yourself, well, he signed up for dating a different woman. And so if you've date, if you've grown apart, that's okay. That's okay because you probably want a different man. You probably want somebody that wants to keep growing. And our values can change, especially if you have changed throughout your relationship or if your partner has changed throughout your relationship. You're not wrong for being like, this no longer suits me if they've changed or if you've changed because you signed up for a different thing, if that makes sense. Obviously, the ideal situation is that you guys are growing and changing together, but let's be real, that doesn't always happen. If you want somebody that does have a very big growth mindset and you want to be dating somebody that constantly wants to be growing with you and together and have that team and you guys are both cheering each other on to be a better version of yourself, then that's an important value that you make sure is there when you start dating somebody. Now, if you're dating someone and you're like, I fucking love them, but I don't know what they have that, you would know if they had that. Like you would know if they have the desire to grow and to expand and have and become a better version of themselves and always be looking after themselves or whether they're lazy and don't care. So that's kind of like up to you. But that's my answer of like, how do you know when a relationship has run its course and when to keep putting effort in? You know already. You know if you want to be with that person, if you fucking love them, and if you've just been going through life, take the pressure off. Take the pressure off. Work through it. Have compassion. Have patience. Have space for each other instead of smothering the idea of what a relationship should look like. So I hope this helped. I feel like I kind of went on a few tangents, but you know, it was a general question, um, but like a good topic of conversation. So I hope that it helped, um, helped, helped you. But remember ladies, like if you're asking yourself these questions, like the answer's in the question. So I'm going to leave with that. If you're asking yourself that question, the answer's in the question. Not always, obviously. You could be having a fucking meltdown and just be like, oh my God, I don't know whether I'm meant to be with him. And it's just because you're just being emotional. But if you're being serious about it, like then think about, wow, I'm being serious about this. What is it that's making me think quite seriously about this? So I'm going to leave it there. If you have not already signed up for the masterclass. It is happening tomorrow. The uh, Feminine Female Breadwinner Masterclass. Even if you don't make more money than your partner, but you make money or you are successful and your, um, you know, your income is used in your lifestyle together or your income is used in your own lifestyle and he just pays for some of the things and you wish that you, you felt like he provided for you more, you need to come to this masterclass. I mean, I feel like every single woman should be coming to this masterclass unless you literally don't work. Um, because there is like, this is a new modern dynamic. It's a new modern dynamic where even if you aren't the breadwinner, but you're making money and that money is used for the two of you or for, you know, for the lifestyle that you want to be having in your relationship, then there's going to be a part of you that's probably like confused about how does this work? Like, I wish he, I wish he could do this or he wishes that he could afford this for me, blah, blah, blah. You need to come to the class. It happens tomorrow, 4 p.m. EST. It's a live masterclass. You've got time to bring your questions. There is going to be about an hour of Q&A time, maybe a little bit less, um, maybe like 40 minutes at the end of the call. So you will not want to miss it. If you cannot come to the call, that's okay. You'll get the replay straight after the call so that you can watch it. Um, but it's important that you like pay to quote unquote, join the call, like pay for your space, book it in before the 4 PM 
stop time. Otherwise you will, um, not make, like you will not get that replay. And then there will be, um, about it. There'll be a couple of days where I won't be selling it because I have to organize the replay situation. And then the replay will go out and you'll be able to buy it for an increased price. So if you know you want to get it, please make sure that you get it today. Um, this is your last chance, your last warning, and we will be seeing you guys tomorrow. I'm very, very excited. Please make sure you bring your questions and we will have all the fun. And also if you haven't, um, if you haven't left a review, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review on the website, not on the website, on the iTunes um, app. It goes a long way. It helps people find the podcast. It helps people to know that it's a good podcast to listen to. And obviously, I really appreciate it. Like I said in other episodes, it is a value exchange from my time doing this and for the money that goes behind the podcast. So I'd really appreciate you guys doing that for me. It goes um, – it goes a long way. It means a lot to me. It really, really does. And they don't go unnoticed. And also, of course, don't forget to tag me, Monarchy Hates Health, and Feminine as Fuck Without the You um, on Instagram stories so that we can repost your shares as I really, really appreciate them. Have a lovely rest of your day, ladies. And make sure that you leave your question in the What Would Monica Do section of the behind the scenes bubble so that I can answer your question on the next episode. 